0: Hi, this is Shane Gibson's Socialize podcast from ClosingBigger.net and Socialize.me. Today, I'm going to share with you a multi-step process in promoting your events using social media, amplifying the experience and your brand at an event using social media, and of course, after the event using social media, to build community and continue your brand. In essence, Instead of having an event be a singular event, something in isolation, it actually becomes part of your greater branding experience and builds relationships and community on an ongoing basis. So I'm going to talk about literally a 30-step process that we use. That's right, 30 steps, 30 different types of things that you can do to amplify and make your event more successful before, during, and after the event. So... Where have we applied this? Well, we've applied this for cloud computing companies, helping them amplify an annual golf tournament, uh, a charity fundraiser golf tournament, uh, right through to major high-tech events, uh, and even moving forward into massive pop culture events. We've had 40,000 people in attendance. We've literally taken it and created over 20 million online impressions in one weekend just using these strategies I'm going to share with you here. So get ready to take some notes. I'm going to go through quick so we don't take an hour to do this, but I'm going to walk through our 30 steps here really quickly with you. So before your event, make sure you've socialized your registration process. Uh, there's a couple of good tools that you can utilize. Uh, one of the best ones I've found, especially for individuals or organizations that are doing events one-off, are Eventbrite.com. Eventbrite.com is a great tool. And what I mean by socialized is you'll notice with Eventbrite, you can turn on social sharing options. So when someone registers, it then prompts them to share that and tell that to their friends, both on Twitter, Facebook. LinkedIn, you name it. And so this one process makes a big difference in registrations and awareness. I'm completely surprised how many organizations today, massive associations that spend millions of dollars promoting events annually, and yet when someone registers for an event, there's no easy way for them to share this with their friends and their connections. Um, One of the things we can also do is something simple, such as put a Facebook Like button uh, next to the registration page. And of course, you want to share this. There's actually a t- plugin called Share This. You can use a Share This plugin to make sure it's shared off to all of the media de- destination, including tools like Pinterest and whatnot, and even some of the emerging tools. So really important that you socialize this process, that you make it easy to share when someone has registered or even found your registration page. So do you have share buttons? Within one click, I can tell my friends on multiple networks about your event. Add a video greeting message. This was something we did that significantly increased the registrations for a series of boot camps we did across Canada recently for the Ford Motor Corporation and the Ford Dealers Association. Just by adding video, we saw an immediate lift. It wasn't even a pitch. It was just a hello, here's what the event's about. Looking forward to meet you. We put a face to the registration page, and it made a big difference, and it reduced the bounces on the registration pages. Um, Embed a Facebook like badge so that even if someone doesn't Register right away, but they look to the side, they see your Facebook page information, they may like it, and it gives you a second chance to re-engage them. QR codes and mobile lead capture page on print materials. This is a big one. I'm surprised how many people do mail outs and mail drops today and they don't have an instant way for people to register. There should be a QR code on everything you put out that says register instantly. When you scan it, it takes me to a mobilized page, in other words, made for a mobile phone, an iPad, an Android, you name it, that looks nice, doesn't make me scroll around or zoom in, I fill out my information where I can request either additional information or, if possible, even register there right in the moment. So these are some of the things you can do, number one, to socialize your event registration process. So there's quick eight tips there right away now then we also want to distribute our event information so I think it's really important is that it just doesn't reside on your corporate website which you know what unless someone's googling away or there they come to it and many chances they're not going to find it you want to go to where the community is so I even look at blogging uh, over 80% of the interaction in regards to our corporate blog at socialize.me or my personal blog closingbigger.net, I've tracked to actually occur off my blog on Facebook Twitter Pinterest LinkedIn and other people's blogs. And so people will actually find my content, but they'll actually converse elsewhere. In fact, the average person today that's active on Facebook spends over 7 hours a week on Facebook. And so in, in my thoughts are, if you have an event, why aren't you publicizing it? Why aren't you making that information available where they spend most of their time? So make sure that facebook.com forward slash events with your personal business page or your own personal profile, make sure you create a corresponding event listing and an RSVP process for the people who attend that event. Then you can later notify them all that, hey, you need to register here and actually pay in order to attend, but at least it's a way to capture them and create awareness. Meetup.com. If you have your own Meetup.com group, it's really important to allow people to RSVP through that with a link and an autoresponder telling them where they need to pay. If it's, of course, a paid event. If it's a free event, then you know what? Let them RSVP through Facebook, Meetup, Eventbrite, whatever tool they want to. Then, of course, uh, my next suggestion is to invite other meetups to make the event one of their meetups. So something we did a number of years ago, but more recently, uh, a friend of mine, George Moen, and a group of other meetup organizers pulled us all together, and along with the Soho Business Group, we had a meetup of meetups to help promote a major conference where Gary Vaynerchuk was speaking. And it was highly successful. In fact, if we looked at the number of registrants that attended that event, most of them came from these meetup groups. And so from this perspective, why not reach out to meet up organizers in the community and see if they'll make your event their official event for that month and let them take registrations as well. Of course, LinkedIn events are becoming, in my opinion, a little bit more effective. Uh, they sort of were, I'd say, a little bit inane for a while, but now are becoming, again, a useful tool. And so make sure you list your event at LinkedIn events. Um, also, make it a service or product on your own personal LinkedIn business page. And if you don't have your own personal LinkedIn business page, that's something you might want to do yesterday. So make sure you submit to local event calendars in your community. So particular in Vancouver, business in Vancouver, for instance, has a series of local events. Many times um, you know they only take so many events, so my suggestion is to put your event information in early. There's also a lot of free event sites in most communities you can submit your listings to. And even Craigslist, believe it or not, when I'm doing paid events and courses, uh, in many cases, we get a number of referrals and traffic from Craigslist listings of events. Uh, One you can't forget, which is a very social way of sharing with your friends what you're doing, is PlanCast.com. So PlanCast.com is a great platform to share what you're doing and connect with communities that are interested in similar topics. Um, of course, list it on Google+, Plus as an event, and invite your Google+, Plus connections. And then get all your social staff. So all your staff that have a Twitter account, who are active on Facebook, who are active on Pinterest, who are active on Instagram, even, to share and let people know about what they're attending. The larger the reach... Uh, The better, And in fact, in many cases, if you add up the collective reach of all your staff, it's much, much bigger than your corporate Twitter and Facebook accounts. And then, of course, get all your staff that are willing to to tag the Facebook page on an update and link directly to the event, sharing the fact that they're attending. So these are some of the things that you can do to distribute the event information beforehand. And then, of course, one of the things I want to talk about is incentivizing through contests and discounts and profiling. So make sure, uh, for instance, a small contest could be something as simple as if you tweet the hashtag about the event uh, on Twitter and then link to the actual event registration, or at least our main site, uh, one of these people that do this will win a sponsor gift pack. So one of our sponsors or multiple sponsors for the event put in a whole bunch of sort of this whole care package, whether it's a marketing care package or an IT care package or whatever it might be, whatever swag is relevant to the sponsors, and then one of the people tweeting about the event will win this package. It's kind of a double hit because it gets exposure for your sponsors – and it gets your product in the hands of an influencer in the community once they've won. But it also makes sure that you get dozens or even hundreds of people tweeting about the event beforehand. Uh, one tool that can help you track this is OfferPop.com. They've got a very simple Twitter contest tracking tool. That's OfferPop.com. Um, give anybody who blogs about your event and links to it a 15% discount to attend. Here's an example. Or it might be 50%. I'm not sure about it, but you can determine that based upon maybe upon the level of influence or the size of the blogger. Uh, but my suggestion would be to give a flat rate of 15 to 20% discount to anybody who blogs about your event. So I know I told you this is gonna be a lot. I'm sure some of you are listening to this, going, wow, this guy can talk fast, but I want to walk you through everything you can do before, during, and after an event to make sure it's highly successful using social media. I don't expect you to use all of these, but even if you pick up two or three things. In each step, I think it's going to give you a lot to work with to help make your events more effective. Uh, obviously, post to Google Plus with your hashtag as well and get large influencers in your community to blog, tweet, plus it on Google, email their lists, and even profile them as a sponsor And for doing so. In addition to this, you may even give them a free booth space Or a commission on every sale they generate, for instance, uh, through using a tool like Eventbrite or Ticketleap.com, which both give you the capacity to reward people for the sales they generate through your system. So those are some of the things we can do as far as reaching out to influencers. And of course, then of course, the most important thing, I think, is to use social media to tell a story about your event, to make it more than just a static event or a series of bullets and topics, but actually make it come alive before the event. So some of my suggestions before the event to make it effective is, number one, interview speakers uh, or some of the key guests using video. So you can use a very simple tool like Skype and buy a basic plugin through the Ecamm network, and you're able to interview and do a split screen, often like they do on TV where they interview uh, special guests and what name, what not. And so, from this perspective, uh, very cheap. I think the software is about eight bucks, but allows you to interview someone via video and via Skype from a long distance away, for instance, uh, and then get it up into your blog, into Facebook and your YouTube channel, you name it, to begin to promote the event. You, of course, can also, if possible, interview them in person using video. Uh, Do a text-based email interview with them. So send them not 12 questions. You know, I've had people say, hey, Shane, can I interview you on this specific topic? And say, sure. And they send me 24 questions. You know what? I'm not writing you a book. And so forget about that. Uh, But send them three questions, three really good questions where they can talk about why they're excited about attending the event and get that up onto your blog. Consider a free webinar with two to three key individuals before the event to really build some awareness on what's going to be covered. And even create a Google Hangout. It's another great tool I've seen multiple businesses use uh, where you have a video-based Google Hangout where people can interact and connect and kind of socialize. Uh, A little bit like hanging around the water cooler or in the cocktail lounge before an event, but it's a really nice way for people to interact and meet each other beforehand. And, of course, this has been a big one for us. We worked with a number of Com- Wizard World Comic Cons, and we took a number of these pop culture celebrities, people like Sean Flannery, or some wor- World Wrestling um, WWE uh, type uh, stars, uh, and we did Twitter chats and interviews. And we literally were able to take, you know, our online impressions and our traffic and quadruple them during the period of time and that day that we did those Twitter chats. So Twitter chats are also a very another very powerful and inexpensive tool uh, and easy to organize uh, to create greater awareness around the event beforehand so there's some of the things you can do before the event number one socialize your event registration process number two make sure you really distribute the event information on all social platforms number three incentivize through contests discounts and profiling and number four tell a story with multiple media beforehand now at the event here's some quick tips Number one, make sure you have a hashtag for the event, and it's on all print and digital media used at the conference. Really make sure you have good Wi-Fi at the event. There's nothing that kills an event quicker than the fact that the conference organizers spent tens of thousands of dollars, or I've even seen hundreds of thousands of dollars on an event, and their Wi-Fi is Pitiful. And so really make sure you've got great Wi-Fi because without that, many people are going to be less than willing to share a lot of their great content with the web uh, because they're, they're really paying to promote your event through their digital uh, carrier, cell carrier. Set up, Twitter, set up a Twitter wall. Twitter walls are very powerful. What a Twitter wall is, is something called uh, Twitter wall pro, uh, or you can use uh, HootSuite also has one. HootSuite.com has actually a, a Twitter wall that you can utilize as well, where based upon the hashtag for the event, it streams all the comments and updates. And even some of these tools actually will show the pictures moving through as well. So what this does for us, is, in many cases, is it creates a gamification uh, of the actual process of the event where I can take a photo of my friends and I, and it shows up on the big, big screen within seconds. And it's a way to interact and actually share my experience with all the other attendees and have it show up uh, visually at the event. So Twitter walls are very powerful ways to magnify and incentivize people for doing stuff. Uh, you can also use something simple as T W A Z Z U P dot com, and simply have the screen refreshing on an ongoing basis so I guess the very important part is at the event have a person or group of people assigned to monitor what's going on online and interact with the Twitter stream and Instagram for instance this is a big one is have on-site video recording. So attendee, attendee interviews, exhibitor interviews, speaker interviews, and even set up live streaming through tools like Livestream.com or Ustream.tv. And the great thing about these tools is they're both free and you're able to broadcast to the world what's happening at it specific parts of this event that you want to magnify and let people know about. It's a great way to get people to engage uh, around future events, or even if you've got other regional events happening in other areas. So you can use one geographic region to promote what's happening in future regions through this live streaming. Uh, Another way you can do this, of course, is to create a Google Hangout. And take audio and convert it into podcasts for release throughout the year. So if With the permission of your speakers, my suggestion would be to take audio recordings, everything going on, and then put together podcasts you can release throughout the year. So another way to take this content that may only live for an hour in real life and let it live on and on and on on the web and help you with your marketing. Photos. Have an on-site professional photographer, but also have an on-site instant publisher. So this person's walking around with an iPad with a camera on it, connected to Twitter, connected to Instagram, uh, connected to Vine, and they're able to immediately record and capture what's happening and put it onto the web instantly. And this real-time sort of instant publishing is going to stimulate more communications at your event. So, and then have a conference best pick contest or mini contest, maybe best photo of the day contest where people posting photos using the event hashtag, one of them wins a prize. This multiplies by dozens of times the number of photos that will be posted at your event in many cases. Next thing is live blogging. Hire a live blogger to document the entire event and post it to your blog in real time and update it on a regular basis throughout the event. Have a tweet up. So have an evening social tweet up at the conference for everyone who's been using a Twitter hashtag and hasn't met in person and bring them all together so we can use the Internet to get off the Internet and build real relationships. So there's some of the things we want to do at the event. So quick review here at your event is number one, uh, make sure you've got a hashtag for all the event for the event and a Twitter wall set up. Absolutely. Number one. Number two is have on-site video recording. Number three is make sure you really make it visual and have a professional photographer plus real-time photography happening. In addition to that, of course, get people engaged through contests. Make sure it's live blogged. Make sure you have a tweet up specifically for those people who use Twitter to connect them in person. And those are some of the things you can do to massively amplify what's happening at your event. So in this particular case, for instance, think about a golf tournament. We did a lot of these things with a golf tournament, believe it or not. We went from people, 80 people knowing what's going on to over 400,000 online impressions just by incentivizing people who are attending to share what they're doing. So after the event, here's some quick tools for after the event for you to make sure that all this work you've done doesn't end the day the event ends. Number one, use a tool like SurveyMonkey for instant feedback and testimonials. Number two, use Storify.com to summarize the biggest Twitter moments of the event and get them into your blog. Number three is Post written and video testimonials in a blog post with an event summary. So make sure that you've got some good testimonials you've gathered throughout the event immediately. Follow up by email, Facebook, Twitter, Meetup, Google+, and LinkedIn with this new content. Thank all those who followed and tweeted to your major account. And make sure you get them on a list of people, specifically who attended your event, on a Twitter list. And I'd suggest a private one for event organizers uh, so that you don't have other event organizers pilfering your list. I would even think of an award, like the top conference social attendee. That person who, you know what, published the most content, who interacted the most, who really shared the most. You know what, why not give them an award uh, after the fact and recognize them as the social attendee. Uh, focus on those who are big influencers and meet them in person after and just say thank you if at all possible. Or even maybe connect via Skype or via telephone. And get speakers to submit articles and blog posts as follow-up content and content for your next event as well. So... There you go. There is over 30 ideas for you before, during, and after your next event to use social media to market it, amplify it, and build community afterwards. This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net and Socialize.me. If you'd like help marketing and amplifying your next event and you need some real hands-on resources, insights, or strategy, you can always contact myself and my team by visiting Socialize.me or emailing Shane at Socialized.me. Of course, you can also tweet me at Shane Gibson. Have a great day.